Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I got to admit, I am getting ashy. My knuckles, I'm about to break through on my knuckles. It is dry here yeah. in Southern California. Oh, yeah. You got to moisturize. It's desert. Have you been moisturizing? I, I, insufficiently. Yeah. I use some now. When I noticed the ashiness mm-hmm. early today, I took some of my wife's ultra moisturizer. It has lanolin. Oh, okay. Is this is this scented? Do you feel like you smell like lavender? Yeah, a little bit more than I'd like, but I d- it did ultra moisturize me. Here's something. Uh, here's something that I. Here's maybe something about me that's a little bit sexist. Okay. Uh, when you are like cohabitating with with a romantic partner, in your case, mm-hmm. a wife. Sure. Um, in, in my case, case, a transient a donkey. It's going to say a transient that's uh, just stopped through town. Sure, uh, needs a place to crash while the you know while while, while the heat gets off. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are like and you are like sharing products. Right. I feel. I feel like it's a blow to my arousal when I feel like I smell the same as my romantic partner. Really? Like if we're sharing a shampoo or we're sharing a body wash, I'm like, this is a little less erotic. There's not a strain, you know, there's not a, you know, there's See, not now, a dichotomy if, between masculine and feminine scents. If my wife was sharing my body wash, mm-hmm. seriously, and I know this just from walking down the street mm-hmm. or down a lane on a college campus, mm-hmm. that axe smell hits me and just, boom, yeah. You know what I mean? Just boing, and I am off. Yeah. That's why you go to so many uh, ATV races. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because all the dudes there. Oh, oh, oh. And you're not, you're not physically attracted to the, to the sight of the axe wearer, just that. But luckily, I am physically sure. attracted to the ATVs. Sure. So, yeah, I feel so like. thank God for that. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Nice tight little tailpipes. Oh, whew. shove whew. it in. Whew. But yeah, anyway, I, I. Anyways, I just, I just think men and women should smell differently, and women shouldn't be paid as much, and they're not funny. I think is that sexist? I'll tell you what. I, I bought some latte de corpo mm-hmm. or body milk from <laughs> Santa Maria Novella. Sure. A which is like uh, Santa's novel. <laughs> you know when Santa wrote that novel, <laughs> and he just he insists it's not autobiographical, but it's about a fat guy who delivers toys to all the children of the world. Sure, and he's like, no, it's a universal. <laughs> it's about universal experience. Um, I. This is like this store. There's a couple of them. There's one. There's one or two in London. There's one in like Milan or something like mm-hmm. that. I think there may be one in New York and one in Los Angeles. I, I went to one when I was in London, mm-hmm. and it's like this really beautiful store, and it's so beautiful that you will pay any amount of money 
to buy one of the things they have on offer. Sure. So they will like you. The people in the store will like you. No, just so you can participate in the beauty. Oh, so the upkeep of the store. Yeah. Like, like I hope this goes to uh, cleaning your marble. It's sort of like it's a tiny store. At least the one that I went to in London mm-hmm. is tiny. And the aesthetic is the aesthetic is like what if – it's a little bit like the, – the only thing I could compare it to would be Kiehl's. Have you ever been in a Kiehl's? No. Uh-uh. So it has a vaguely apothecary feeling. Okay. Um, but much more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And everything comes in its own little perfect white box mm-hmm. that looks like it could have been designed in the Belle Epoque. <laughs> um, and so I buy this stuff for my wife. And I think this stuff really – it it might have cost me $50. Sure. For a little bottle of what is a essentially cream, moisturizer. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And – but when it smells – so fucking amazing <laughs> that I am so jealous of my – and I know that I can't just use it because she would notice if it was disappearing twice as fast or if sure. I smelled like her special expensive cream. <laughs> yeah. But I find myself wanting to steal it because it smells so lovely and it is the most floral thing in the world. Why don't you just smell your wife? Oh. Yeah, come on. You're married. It's not a sin to smell your wife. I'm not so sure about that, Jordan. Have you looked that up? I've asked the Pope about this. Really? Yeah. You checked with Frank? Yeah. And he says it's he I don't says know if you've heard, no. Jesse, but this is a super chill Pope. And he <laughs> says it's okay to smell your wife. <laughs> is that is that what the, smell that what your the Franciscan wife. order is all about? <laughs> yeah. It's not just about blessing the blessing <laughs> of the animals. <laughs> it's about getting up in your wife and just... What about ATVs? Am I allowed to smell ATVs No, uh, those are tools of the devil. <laughs> Our guest on this week's program is a uh, noted comedy writer, a beloved past guest of this program. Um, he's uh, uh, a handsome man. Mm-hmm. He's grown a beard not in, in, within the last year. Dave Horvitz, how are you, sir? Guys, it's great to be here. Thanks so much <laughs> for having me. I... Dave, do you think men and women should smell differently? Absolutely, I've been I've been stifling laughter thinking about olfactory boners nigh on ten minutes. <laughs> what do you think? Would you like to go back and add to any of those remarks? God, I, I, I they they whizzed by me. No. Axe what body do you think? spray, a lot of feelings about that. ATV <laughs> sticking your dick in a tailpipe. <laughs> It's nice and warm. <laughs> Sometimes you have to too wait warm. for a while. You got to wait. Yeah. You got to wait. You got to let that puppy cool down. <laughs> yeah. So, Jordan, what Before do you, you think? Heat it up. Let me ask you this: What do you think a lady should smell like? Uh, you know, I don't have I don't have a list in my head. I just think that vanilla. If you're if you and a lady are together, if you're a unit, you should just have different smells. So it doesn't matter what the smells are. Not really. They could be but just that they'd be different. One of your girlfriend could smell like castor oil, mm-hmm. and I could smell like a trout. Right. As long as it's different. That's a handsome couple. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, here comes Castian Trout. Both the Omega 3s, as we call them. <laughs> yeah. They're the good fats. <laughs> That's what they call us, the good fats. <laughs> That's the new Eddie Murphy movie where he plays all the characters. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, about, I just think, yeah, I just think that, you know, if you're both sharing a shower for an extended period, there should just be two sets of shit in there, you know? 
to well, shit. You should shit. Dave, how do you too. feel about this situation? Are well, you on board with this? Well, I got to say, this is a subject near and dear to my heart, and mm-hmm. I can speak to it. I've recently moved in with my uh, girlfriend. Hey. And uh, one way we've completely circumvented this situation is she showers in the horse stall. <laughs> she showers She's in the a sink. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't shower. I don't. Great. So you just have this unused shower. Yeah, we have one shower. That's where I keep all my books. <laughs> she showers in the sink. Well, you still have all your textbooks from college. Yeah. Well, plus the Harry Potter books. Yeah. They were those. so expensive. I'm yeah. not going to get rid of them. Right. <laughs> Intro to independent cinema. <laughs> the long essay on John Sayles' Lone Star. I'm not going to throw that out. You might need it. I'm not going to sell it on Half.com. Give me a break. <laughs> what if that comes up on instant streaming and you want to brush up? Exactly. I'm not going to I'm not going to not read an essay before I see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Am I an amateur? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's just crazy. You got to prep yourself for a, what if I'm not mistaken were incest themes. In Lone Star? Is that oh, right? Man, I haven't seen it in 11 years. I think so. I don't <laughs> think I've seen Lone Star since Lone Star was in the theater. Ooh, that's yeah. a long time ago. I think I did like it though. I remember having like cuz you know, uh Orange County surprise surprise. Not a not a ton of independent cinemas out there. So no. I, there was one about forty five minutes away. And what I would about have my mom, Lemley's like, Art House fourteen? That's not in Orange County. Costa Mesa. Oh yeah, maybe that. I think that's that's. And then, and then you got popped up since I was. And in then high you school. got the IFC Center in uh, Orange, <laughs> the city of Orange. But all yeah. those, but all those movie theaters, all those houses are just playing the film Orange County with Colin. <laughs> they are, Black, yeah, right? around the clock. Yeah. I mean, but you know, some have commentary. Some it's a it's a director's cut. Oh sure, sure, sure. Dubbed French version. Yep. So Can any I, version not, of Orange County. Knock off see. Russian version. <laughs> Can I just say that I went to an NPR event and Colin Hanks is some sort of NPR ambassador. Thank you, Colin Hanks. Mm-hmm. Very nice of him to sure. do that. Thanks, Colin. Um, and uh, and like the whole time, all I could think about was raising my hand and asking him, "Hey, remember how Chevy Chase was really pretty good in Orange County?" <laughs> And you were thinking to yourself, Chevy Chase should be in more stuff. Yeah. And then you ate your words a couple of years later when he was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would have wanted to raise my hand and – I would have wanted to raise my hand and ask him about his rapper brother. Yeah. Oh, he does have that rapper brother. He's got a rapper brother. A full brother or half brother? I don't know. I think half brother. Yeah? Yeah. What's, what's that rapper brother up to? I just – I know he exists. What's, it, what's the latest on that? I'm talking about Chet Hayes. Okay. Yeah, Ch- the latest I knew about Chet was he uh, had challenged uh, noted podcaster Jensen Carp to a rap battle. Mm. He'd accepted, and then he took it back. <laughs> he said, never mind. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, you don't want any of that. I don't want to battle rap you. I'm terrible. Was it was it because of some previous comments? Was this just out of the blue? Was he just challenging a random person who he knew had a platform? I think Mr. Carp had uh, sort of Jensen, taken it to task. Yeah. Uh, Jensen had had a rap career. You know about this, I do, right? yes. Okay. Uh, I, was... I know that he was a secret character in NBA Jam. Okay, excellent. <laughs> you got to know that. Oh, yeah. That's a great fact. Um, so, yeah. What, what, well, there's Chet Hayes. Mm-hmm. There's also Daniel Day-Lewis's son. No. Is a rapper. No. What? Really? Yes. What does he do? He raps. He raps. <laughs> it's like singing with less melody. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it's Wait. like a rhythmic singing with less melody. I can't picture it. Well, you know, just think of, imagine a shoemaker. Okay. Like a European shoemaker. Oh, okay, here it is. But very graceful. Sure. Yeah. Okay, and he's and he's singing but with less melody. <laughs> and Basically, more. imagine a rhyming cobbler. <laughs> 
<laughs> or rhyming pie or rhyming any sure, rhyming. Sure, a tart. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Buckle, yeah. yeah. Um, what is it about having a famous father that makes you want to be a white rapper, do you You think? know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to posit this. Mm-hmm. Dave, I don't know how many years of age you are. I would never ask a gentleman his age. <laughs> you, you can. I'm going to tell you right now. You can ask me. Dave, how old are you? I'm 30 years young. Okay. So I'm 32 <laughs> years of age. Jordan, you're one year younger than I. Sure. Whoa. I, so, we got a nice lineup going on here. Yeah. Exactly. Brian we Fernandez. We got 30. We you're got not 31. 29, are you? Ah, oh, God damn it. Okay. Way to fuck it up. Get us a 29-year-old in here to engineer this shit. Oh, man, bring us a nice, supple 29 How old is Lena Dunham? <laughs> so... She's aging backwards. <laughs> She's got Benjamin Button disease. Yeah, but like quirky Benjamin Button disease. Right, I sure. think if you... What if Benjamin Button had some cute rompers? <laughs> when I was in high school and college... Lena Dunham is very talented. Please don't say I'm one of the people who slams Lena Dunham. I'm not. I enjoy that show. It's a very good show. Do you think she should smell like her boyfriend? I think she's very talented, and I don't enjoy that show. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> really drives me up a wall, but really funny things but happen on it anytime I watch of it. That, not because of the nudity, which we feel is empowering. Sure. Well, I think I think in the future I will really love something that she does. It's just not this. <laughs> It's almost as if talking about Lena Dunham automatically puts us all on the defensive. Okay, so here we go. Are we all in the hot seat now? <laughs> we are. How did that happen? Oh, please oh. don't write about us on Jezebel. I Here's what I think is <clears throat> I think that we at the ages – because I know because I was a, ser- I was a committed hip-hop fan mm-hmm. starting from when I was 14 or whatever. And I think that – in the time that I was in high school and college, to be a white rapper was to be laughable. Mm-hmm. That was an embarrassing thing to be, a ridiculous thing to be. And I knew, I knew, you know, I had classmates who were rappers who were African American, maybe one or two who were white, and they were laughable. Mm-hmm. It was a joke that they rapped. And so they it was because, like a crucible it, that you had to go through if you were a white guy trying to rap. Were they of low – like was their skill set at rapping weak or was it just the, 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 the mere fact that the they were white? The mere fact that they were white. So they might have even been good. It just didn't matter. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was, you know, just as, as with Eminem in the hit film Eight Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, because – Starring Michael Shannon as Mean Dad. Yeah. <laughs> They they really had they you know you either even if you were an amazing white rapper like Eminem you were still sort of like eh, you still got the gimlet eye you know what I'm talking sure. about so still a little bit tough to get Brittany Murphy to fuck you I think five or ten years Listen down the line <laughs> I think you can just be Macklemore sure I don't think anyone can be Macklemore I mean Macklemore's I don't I don't think. Look, I'm not suggesting that you just become, a, you just start rapping, and all of a sudden you're one of the most popular music all artists of a sudden, in America. The, side, the sides of your head are shaved. <laughs> Where'd the rest of my hair go? Who Mac- put this fur coat on me? Macklemore had had a lot of uh, things, <clears throat> you know, going for him. He's a he's a talented rapper, mm-hmm. and uh, he had that cute song. Sure, he's a handsome guy. He's very handsome. Does he some looks, fun dances. He looks like Howard the Duck. Yeah, <laughs> so. I made a side by guys. I'll show you at the break. Is that okay? They, they no, look exactly. I, I alike. will say. I will say. I saw that going around Tumblr. I'm like, it's a side by side of Macklemore and uh, Howard the Duck. Yeah. I'm like, who put this funny side by side together? That was a Dave Horowitz original, right? That's me, y'all. 
Was that your most famous tumble to date? I don't know. <laughs> I'm working on my white, white rapper theory. <laughs> okay. The internet's embarrassing. Continue, Jason. <laughs> yeah, it really I is th- the worst. I really think that now, if you're a young young person, if you're a, some white dude, you think you can you can just rap shamelessly. <laughs> Look at the Gucci Gucci Prada Prada lady. Oh, sure. I can't think of what her name is right now. I, that's Creation. All, Creation. She just rapped. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was. She didn't have to go through three or four years of apologizing for herself. She made a couple. She made a couple <clears throat> black friends, <throat> directed their music videos, and then decided she was a rapper <laughs> and had no shame about it and got a huge big money deal. Did she get a big money deal? She did get well, a that, big money that, deal. That makes me sad. Then. So <laughs> I think. I think. <clears throat> in <clears throat> my guess, <clears throat> I'm going to put my finger on a turning point. <clears throat> Which is this rap group called Northern State? Do either of you yeah. guys remember Northern yeah. State? Okay, so Northern all State white ladies, right? was an all white lady rap group. The Lady Beastie Boys <laughs> that presented themselves as the Lady Beastie Boys, only with degrees from Sarah Lawrence or something. That sounds right. I'm using Sarah Lawrence as an example because my wife went to Sarah Lawrence. It's a lovely university. I don't mean anything rude about it, and but they had rest in private peace. school <laughs> liberal arts. Let's be honest. They probably went to Sarah Lawrence. They probably did. <laughs> well, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis' son goes to Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> oh, give me a break. DDL. <laughs> DDL Jr. That's, that's Keep why your I, son on a tighter leash, that's why Daniel Day-Lewis. That's why I know about Daniel Day-Lewis' son because uh, all of the Sarah, Lu- uh, Sarah Lawrence alumni who are my wife's friends from college who are all very wonderful – are all very worried that it's going to ruin Sarah Lawrence's <laughs> reputation forever. Does he rap under the name DDXL? Because he should. <laughs> <laughs> he really should. So they were, they might have literally been, A, they were easily the worst thing that Questlove from The Roots ever co-signed. By far. And he's co-signed many, many things <laughs> over the years. He's, they were by far the worst thing that he ever. Worse than Elvis Costello collaboration album. Oh, abs- Oh, ten times. Worse. Oh, that one was that one was rough. <laughs> ten <laughs> times worse than the Elvis. I've heard the songs from that, and ten times worse than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were hard. I mean, they were really the worst. They were real bad. I think that's the turning point because it gave people with no investment the idea, like, oh, it seems like rapping's just another form of talking. Hey, I used to like uh, I used to like listening to uh, urban music radio when I was ten. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, I just remembered before I got into Cigarros. If I'm not mistaken, I think one of the members of Northern State went by the name Hesta Prin. <laughs> I think is that true? Does that check out with that you? That sounds right to me. Hesta Prin. That's a yeah. crucible reference, right? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Why did they get a deal? Brian Fernandez is giving us a thumbs up on that from from Northern State. Oh, I feel, yeah, I feel like one of them was named Carrie Nation or something like that, and <laughs> like held a held a battle axe. It was a real, it was a real shit show. M I Z Darcy was that one of them? <laughs> a. And it's not their fault. I'm trying to think of a Rosie the Riveter rap, but right now it's not coming. Though it's not coming, guys. I don't think it's their fault they got famous. I don't assume that it's their <clears throat> fault that they got famous. And they're probably nice ladies. I think they just told someone they knew the Beastie Boys and then they got a deal. <laughs> but they were they were the they were. worst rap group in the history of rap groups. And I think that now, 10 years after we were that age, there's no shame about it anymore. Yeah, I, I agreed. I think also I, rappers might be getting better. Is that not true? They might be getting better. Well, I think rappers are – you mean in general? 
yeah, like maybe they're getting like a little more sophi- – like the like the subsets of, of the – and also I am in no way qualified to I'm speak inter- about hip-hop music. <laughs> I did listen to, to Danny Brown theory. on the way over here, but that does not mean anything. Everybody <laughs> listens. I bet my dad listens to Danny Brown. He should. Dad, if you're listening, get old. It's really good. Old by Danny Brown's are great. <laughs> I want my dad to listen to this, and then I want him to download old and be like, why did you make me listen to a bunch of songs about eating girls' pussies? It's terrible. <laughs> I like songs. this less than that awful podcast you were on. <laughs> yeah. He has some songs about stealing copper out of yeah. half-built homes. <laughs> That's true. Being being poor, then but then then growing up and being sophisticated enough to know that you have to eat a girl's pussy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you got it. God, I love Danny Brown. He's, I could a, really, he's great. Danny uh, Brown's he's great. amazing. Have you ever interviewed him? No, I haven't. We we have tried to book him. He's one of if basically anyone who anyone has ever emailed me to say like, you know what rapper you should interview? La 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 la. Um, I have tried to book them and failed. Mm. There are a few. There are a few examples. They're mostly white people. He's a he's a slippery one though. Yeah, he'll show up some sometime. Yeah, he'll probably maybe. he'll probably. He'll probably wind up like in a. But you were working on this theory about how rappers are better now. Yeah, he's the best, and he sort of like jumps genres. So you're saying he's the greatest rapper of all time? (laughs) Isn't he? Wait, no, that's LL Cool J. He's the goat, right? (laughs) (laughs) We should explain that's who Jordan's living with. (laughs) LL Cool J, a goat. Yeah, he said, yeah, a a greatest of all time rapper. (laughs) Uh, I just think I should smell different from this goat. I don't like smelling the same as a goat. That I that I'm on your side about. Don't smell like a goat. I I I use Whole Foods three six five body wash, and he smells like tin cans because <laughs> that's what he likes to eat. But you don't smell constantly like what you like to eat, do you? I eat Whole Foods three six five body wash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have a large problem. We should talk about. Sometimes it I'll add a little like Lowry seasoning salt. Ooh. Give it yeah. a little. Just give it a little kick. But mm-hmm. mostly, I just squeeze it right into my mouth. Mmm. Yeah. I think ten or fifteen years, rappers' ability to rap has been relatively stable. Okay. I would say since the mid to late nineteen nineties. I mean, you get more consistency. <clears throat> you know, less rapidy rap rap rap. You know, yeah. by the by the end of the ni- late 1990s, you couldn't really be a rapidy rap 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 rapper. That's true. I, I, yeah, I feel like, well, and let me just say right now, whatever I just, that theory is, I'll I'll abandon it immediately. I don't, I don't mean what I said. I don't have any way to back <laughs> it up. And is, I'm just fine with it. You're saying stuff. That's what you got to do. In a... You had to have Rakim. You had to have Tupac. You had to have Biggie. You had to have Eminem to in get order to Asher Roth. to get to Macklemore. <laughs> What, who do you guys think – now obviously like you know, Eminem was very important in you know, making, making rap something a, a white person can do. And making dirty skits I didn't want my mom to know I was listening to. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so obviously I think you know, the, next, you know, the next place for hip-hop to go or the next you know, border that we need to break down is – Canada. Who's the most famous Canadian rapper? Buck 65. Is Drake – would you say Drake is a rapper? Oh, he did, does some rapping. Yeah, Drake, Drake's a – he's sort of a professional whiner. Sure, yeah. Is Man, that a career? People – He's a he's a man sweater. <laughs> um, people really have been telling me I, I resemble him and I don't know how to feel about it. Well, he's very handsome. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. I'd say handsome is probably one of his top qualities. Is he handsome? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one, Dave. He's got a cameo at the beginning of Anchorman. He's the first line in Anchorman 2. I was like, <laughs> how did you get that? The first – Handsomeness. They yeah. were just excited they met a black person. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Now, it seems like the next border, the next barrier that hip-hop needs to break down is there needs to be a respectable son of a famous guy who makes it okay for other sons of famous guys sure. and okay. daughters of famous people. Ch- offspring of, yeah, yeah, famous offspring. So who is that going to be? Who is going to be the first? Who's going to be that? Ronan Farrow. Rosie the Riveter. Lil Fort- <laughs> I think it's going to be Ronan Farrow. You think so? I think he's going to do a full-length diss album about Woody Allen. And it's going to be the – it's going to be – and I, I – honestly – I'm not actually saying this is going to happen, but if he dis- if he dedicated time to doing that, it would be phenomenal. <laughs> I promise you, it would be flawless. I don't even like that's that's the Horvitz promise. If look, I'm going to go on record. D- this is hey, this is Dave Horvitz. I'm You're a going grown to- man. I'm a Davis. Davis hand is on a Bible I, right now. I am a, my hands in the air. It's an air Bible. I have two <laughs> grown. I have three witnesses. If Ronan Farrow recorded a diss album against Woody Allen's. Reported heinous crimes, <laughs> it would be fucking amazing. <laughs> you get the guy I, from Bon Iver to produce it. A grand Slam! Sure. It would win whatever. The Mercury Prize? That's what that, <laughs> wait, for British what? music. <laughs> yeah. If he recorded it in in the UK. It would, it would win the Grammy for Best World Album. <laughs> yeah, it would win if World he re- Music. If he, he could record it in Canada and win the Bare Naked Lady. Yep. <laughs> which is the Canadian prize for music. Oh, my God. Ronan Farrow won a lady. This is amazing. <laughs> he won a B&L. On a scale of 1 to 10, how many Latin Grammys would it win? <laughs> Five charros. <laughs> uh, what if he did it? Okay, wait. So, okay. So, so Ronan Farrow's my pick. Yeah. Who would my pick, pick be? My pick is Lil Forte, the son of noted celebrity rapping Forte. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Will Forte. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he has a kid, but I thought you were yeah. like, look, if he ever had a kid, he'd be a great rapper. He should call himself Lil Forte, too. <laughs> oh, man. If Will Forte ever had a kid that was rapping, that would be amazing. It would, it would really Because be you great. wouldn't be able to tell. He would seem like he was just being earnest. Yeah. Are but you joking? really funny, but it's... He'd be very committed not, no to rapping. Wink. No wink. Yeah. He's not gonna, Will Forte's not going to break in a sketch, guys. That doesn't happen. No, and if he's talking, he's not going to be funny. No. He's just going to be a sincere, nice man. <laughs> Yeah, he will not say anything funny in an interview situation. <laughs> Under any circumstances. No. Absolutely we'll just not. talk pleasantly about his latest project. Yeah. I love that guy so much. Yeah, he's amazing. I want him to know that I feel that way. Dude, Will Forte, if you're out there. We love you. We love you so much. We love you. Okay. Nebraska, and we want, Nebraska's and we... was wonderful. MacGruber is still your best movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, what's your, what's your pick? Oh, for, for celebrity for celebrity rap kid. Ice-T's son, I believe, is also a rapper. Oh. Uh, Lil Ice. I met him when I mean, Ice-T came over. Is <laughs> How much of Coco do you see he, in the kid? He introduces himself as Lil Ice. Really? Yeah. How, how little so, is Hi, Lil I'm Ice. Lil Ice. I don't mean to be... 18, maybe? Oh, okay. Not so Lil. I guess I might, be, I might be being fussy about this, but for this to work, for this, for this barrier to really be destroyed... It can't be a rapper's child. Yeah. Right? Is it? Am I even if it's a mega celebrity rapper like Rapping Forte? <laughs> right. Yeah, that person we've all heard of. Yes. Yeah. So you don't know who that is? Uh, I do know that, but that's just because I know Jesse. I have no idea who that is. I still think you're talking about he's Will Forte. He's <laughs> the man behind the hit song Players Club. Man, isn't that an Outcast song? I don't know anything. That's about Players Ball. Oh, I'm not dumb. <laughs> Outcast, is, Outcast is reuniting. This is the whitest conversation that has ever <laughs> taken place in the world. Who's your, who's your pick? Then? Gosh, my pick. Okay, I'm trying to think of celebrity kids that I've that I've seen and enjoyed. Oh, you know what? You know who I think it's going to be? I think it's going to be a lesser, lesser Olsen twin. 
You know how there's all those Olsons out there? And they're Wait, more there's talented. Other Olsons? Uh, there's I don't Elizabeth know. Olsen, then the other two, and then there's more? I think so. And Wait. I'm assuming that they're all rappers. There's more than two Olsons? Oh. Elizabeth Olsen from the movie Mary, Marcy, Martha, <laughs> M- Megan. You know what I'm saying? Wait, that's a, an Olsen that's not one of the Olsen. Mary Kate oh, Ashley. I'm, I'm, I'm going to change it to it's, e- it's either an Olsen or a Colkin. A Culkin. I think it's going to be a Culkin. Rapping Rory? Because, <laughs> I mean, Macaulay Culkin's already branching out into music. He has that he has a Velvet, Velvet Underground, Underground pizza, pizza band. Which I I'm support that. I thought about it for a while. Yeah, go for it. You know, I didn't. What even, else are you gonna fucking do? I didn't know? even check to see if there were samples to listen to. I just decided I was behind it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's not something you should listen to. That's no. something you should know about. Is it now? now have you listened to it? I have Is not it, listened to it. I'm just assuming that it's just Velvet Underground songs with pizza instead of certain words or like Lou Reed songs. I think so. We but should I think... explain. Macaulay Culkin has. Is is fronting or in yeah. a Velvet Underground cover band where all the songs are pizza themed? Yeah. So I think you know. I'm sure he's got a kid out there. He sees his dad up there being musical, you know, making pizza jokes that everybody loves. And he's like, (laughs) I want to do this, but for my generation. Yeah. What's my generation's Velvet Underground pizza band and its credible hip-hop career? So, like, would White Light White Heat be, like, white pie, no sauce? (laughs) White Light White Cheese is probably a little (laughs) more obvious, Dave. White Light White Cheese. White pie, white cheese. Yeah, think about it. We're talking about a mozzarella. <laughs> We're talking about a, about a burrata. <laughs> I was so excited I couldn't even say it. So, yeah, it's going to be a Culkin. But they don't have any kids yet, do they? I think he's probably got some kids. Culkin's got some kids. What about like a like – I bet a, they've got an impeccable, an impeccable flow. But if Anderson Cooper had a kid, he would be a rapper maybe. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think maybe That's Coop. a good guess. Maybe Anderson Cooper – there's a pretty good chance that like a like a Paltrow kid would be a rapper. Unfortunately, did Susan sure. Sarandon and Tim Robbins have any children? Mm, that's a good guess. If, if no, can we? Did do they? I don't know. If they did, that kid would be a rapper. You know what? I'm changing it to Bill Macy and Felicity Huffman. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just feel like with double the celebrity power, sure. It increases your chances of success. I mean, your parents can al- already handle that rat-a-tat Aaron Sorkin dialogue. Right. <laughs> which has a hip-hop musicality to it. Sure. But that's so. more like word jazz. <laughs> sure, sure, you're right. I don't mean to compare it to such a uh, uh, to such a street-level art form. Word jazz about the state of, you know, cable news. Sure. Elizabeth Sketch Olsen comedy. is from Mad Men. You guys were pulling my leg. No, that's the character Peggy that's, Olsen. Yeah. Played by Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Who so was, who's Elizabeth? Who was married to Fred Armisen, who was on SNL, which With was once Will hosted Forte. by Kevin <laughs> R.I.P. I don't, I don't believe in the number one, I don't believe that this Olsen's relate. You might as well just tell me that <laughs> Former Baltimore Orioles closer Greg Olson <laughs> is, is, is an Olsen twin. Olsen yes, he's the third Olsen triplet. Yes, yes. The Olsons oh have gosh. a they have a varied the varied skill set across their family. Fashion billionaires, talented actresses, sure. Former curveball. sportsmen, former Great curveball, yeah. legendary curveball. Did it, did he ever have trouble with the curve? <laughs> What's I, I know that's something, did. but I don't know what it is. A Clint Eastwood baseball movie? Oh yeah. I guess that's not really worth anything. No, no, that's something. It is words. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you were just saying words. 
<laughs> it's words. You can't say it's not words. That's true. If I was saying it's not words, I'd be full of shit. That's why you bring in a day for it. <laughs> oh. To say some words. You Audio words. Audio words is my – can I plug my podcast? <laughs> we'll be back in no, just a second. No, this is not the place for that. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Dave Horowitz, generous uncle. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go, speaking of generous uncles, supported by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. Dave. I can't help but notice that you're wearing a handsome pair of eyeglasses. Where, where'd you get those? Oh, thanks for noticing, Jesse. Uh, you know, I got a little bit older. My, my eyes aren't what they used to be. Can't drive at night that well. Took myself over to WarbyParker.com. Got some new specs. Dave is actually wearing the glasses, and they actually look great. Yeah, no, they're really good-looking glasses. At Warby Parker. <laughs> those glasses fashion. really look nice on you. Is that Drake or did Dave get some new Warby Parks? <laughs> at Warby Parker, fashion-forward prescription glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. So here's what you can do. You can go to WarbyParker.com. You can get five pairs of glasses sent to your house. You can try them on. You can do whatever you want to them. Doesn't say that here. I'm just presuming you can do that as long as you clean them up afterwards, and uh, then you can uh, pick out one that you like, send the rest back. You don't have to worry about paying for the ones that you didn't like. Go to WarbyParker.com/slash/JJGo, and you will get a free you will get free three day shipping. That's WarbyParker.com/slash/JJGo. That's fine. You could have new glasses just like Dave Horowitz's in three days. Dave, what what model are yours? Uh, they're like a tortoise shell. I don't know what they're called, but you know what I do know? What? A lot of compliments. Oh, yeah? yeah? I bet. Oh, man, so many. That's not just because you so look so much like Drake? <laughs> no. I mean, as far as I know, he doesn't wear spectacles, does he? No, he's in a wheelchair, Dave. Oh, no. I've only seen Degrassi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you have no reason to think he's not always in a wheelchair? Yeah. No. We we are also headed to San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yes. February 8th, 1 p.m., Eureka Theater, Rob Cordry. Yeah. Is our guest. Hello. Rob, hello. Who's that? Oh, it's our guest. Oh, who, who are you? Rob Cordry, the creator of Children's Hospital? One of the funniest men in the world? What's that? You're also a handsome bald man? Oh, congratulations, Rob. You're the best. 1 p.m., Eureka Theater. SFSketchFest.com. That's where you get your tickets, right? Yeah. Go to SFSketchFest.com. If you want the direct link so you don't have to mess around with their calendar, you can just go to our calendar at MaximumFun.org right on the homepage. There you go. And I am also going to be hosting a tribute to our friend Mal Sharp uh, along with Matt Besser and Matt Walsh of the Upright Citizens Brigade and James Richmouth of Casper Hauser on that Sunday afternoon, also at the Eureka Theater. <clears throat> That's going to be really cool. Uh, Besser was telling us he's going to pull out a few old Upright Citizens Brigade prank videos uh, that he has. They did a lot of pranks that were very much inspired by Coil and Sharp um, that we're going to show, and he's going to talk about how Coil and Sharp inspired them. And it's just going to be really neat. It's going to be great. This is something I've been wanting to do at Sketchfest for many, many years. I'm really happy it's going to happen. So I hope that if you are in the San Francisco Bay Area, we will see you at those shows. Uh, If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse Go, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org, T-H-E-R-E-S-A, and if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, if you're just a listener who wants to share a message, cheap and easy for one episode, uh, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron for further information and to order your announcement. Great. We Do it. End of this segment. Bye, guys.
We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Horowitz, generous uncle. <laughs> Bravo. Well played. No notes. Uh, can I make mention of something? Please. We still have tickets available for our show on a fucking battleship. Yeah. We won't for long. You know why? Dana Gould's coming. Whoa! Awesome. We got yeah. Eliza Skinner. We got Dana Gould. We have a battleship! A battleship? A battleship? Yes! Next weekend, the yeah. 26th. Don't be a turkey. The... What the hell is this? Los Angeles, don't be a fucking turkey. Don't be one of these to these boneheaded lunk jaws. Wow. That goes around like a dope with his head in the sky. Whoa. Missing out on golden opportunities. In SFW, by the way. Brian, make sure to tag this podcast. Sexting pornos. Ooh. You know, eating tomatoes. Okay, don't get racial. And Missing out, <laughs> missing out on podcast recordings in fucking battleships, real battleships. Are you? Uh, hold on, I gotta hop in. Are you telling me that you got a show <laughs> in a battleship and there's some fucking walking dildos outside walking the streets who might not come? You know what? Right now, it's like we're human beings. We're holed up inside a battleship. And outside are a throng of walking dildos Thank you. <laughs> who are banging on the doors asking to be let in. And what are you what are you gonna say when they do that? It's a regular have you seen the show on AMC, Walking Dildos? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the talk show after talking dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I you know Hosted I, by Chris Hardwick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's who hosts those. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you when that happens. I'm going to say the dildos. Tough luck, fellas. You know, you wow. should have bought a ticket before. Now, I know you've never been one to mince words, but this is. <laughs> I'm the one in here with Dana Gould. Yeah. I'm the one in here with Eliza Skinner. I'm the one in here sharing laughs. I'm the one in here raising money for charity. What charity? Psh, come on. Swords to Plowshares. It's a veteran service organization. Well, I know that, but they don't. I'm talking about the dildos. I Guys, already promised. I, found, I feel if, like if this show- I feel like our generation's network just happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was Studio 60. Dummy. Oh, I'm sorry. Our generation's <laughs> Studio 60. <laughs> I've, I have already promised if this show sells out, I will personally donate $1,000 in addition to every single dollar of the ticket receipts to Swords to Plowshares. That's how seriously I feel about this. But we still have tickets available, so you have to go buy them. Buy them. They're Come affordable. to the show. We even you got can you a- get a package deal where you get a tour of the battleship. Yeah, we even got you a, a discount on the tour of the battleship. And that money goes to charity, too. All of the money goes <laughs> to charity. Don't be a, don't be a walking dildo. Okay. Let's get serious about something here. Yeah. It's 2014. It is. We need to deal with our slogan for the year. Hold on, Jesse. Before we do that, should we deal with presents? Oh, yeah. Somebody offered us presents. Dave. Dave. Guys, you know, I took 
I took the the red line here. I took public transportation. I got out and I find myself in the middle of a, a wonderland, a flea market, a swap meet, a, a Westlake mall. I'm walking around and I'm, I'm thinking about you guys because mm-hmm. I'm happy to, to be seeing you sure. and recording. And so right. I – why wouldn't you be? I, this is a big step up for you career-wise. Oh, this, this, is a, this is a get. I was basically homeless before this. Sure. Uh, I'm assuming this is going to be paid. I'll just find out later. Um, <laughs> and I had a poncho with me or, or a satchel, Are if you, you will. union? Uh, uh, I Podcasters, guests, I'm in the I'm in the P, I'm in the podcaster guild, PGA. Okay. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll get your green jacket yeah, after the show. Blazer. I either join the golf one or the podcast <laughs> one. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm walking. Wait, the, is Lee Trevino at all the meetings? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the president. <laughs> well, that's golf. Ah, shit. <laughs> Ah, oh, god damn it! Now I gotta buy golf clubs. Lee Trevino is the Mark Baron of golf. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I, I'm thinking, like, what do I know about these guys? What you know? Next to nothing. <laughs> what, what's what's popping out at me? Sure. Um, what's in my price range? And I got a couple of things. I feel like, and I don't want to be too optimistic. I feel like I fucking nailed it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Would, yeah. Well, we'll, be, we'll be the judge of that, but I, I like your I like your optimism. Yeah, right. I mean, you, your tone suggests to me that you nailed it. I think I nailed it. I mean, we'll see. We'll have to see what the gifts are. Yeah. So, Jesse, uh, of the of the two of you, I know you're you're more of the sporting type. You enjoy sure. professional sports. Yeah, why, why wouldn't I? Um, especially professional sports of the 1990s. And why wouldn't I, again? <laughs> the so best I'm, year for professional sports, I think everyone agrees. Sure, the so 1990s. I got, a young Lee Trevino <laughs> rose the ranks. So I, so I got you a bobber. Oh. A little bobber. Thank you. So this is a collectible little bobber <laughs> of Carl Malone. <laughs> It's a Carl Malone little bobber. This is a great little bobber. That is a great bobber. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people have said to me that they were better when they were called little nodders. Yeah, or when they were just called tiny bobbleheads. Yeah, and but I don't. And I, I don't, think yeah. that all that legal action really focused the company. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't think that the term bobblehead was uh, uh, copywritten, but it apparently is because yeah. now you have a little bobber. It's like Q-tip or something like that. No one is going to brand s- name is the product. Yeah, that we exactly. Associate. Yeah, like sure. Kleenex. Yeah. Sure. And I really. I can. I also say one more <clears throat> thing about this. Yeah. I appreciate that you got me the little size. Yeah. I had an XL bobber. And I had nowhere to keep it. I ended up just leaving it strapped to the roof of my car. Oh, no. Yeah. I think you might have just actually had Carl Malone on the hood of your car. <laughs> you got to get him down, man. No, the XL bobbers, they yell a lot, and they have to take time off to do Rogaine commercials. Oh, well, <laughs> Jesse, I think you actually may have been haunted by the ghost of the big bopper. <laughs> Is he always saying, hello, baby? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I wore Chantilly Lace for seven years. <laughs> Um, all right. Now, I, I feel like that's home run number one, yeah, that, that to is, use a sports analogy. Mm-hmm. That is home um, run number one. I mean, until until someone walks by and gives me a big nodder of, <laughs> of Chris Mullen. <laughs> of, once I get that John Starks. You know, for your sake, I hope that happens. For my sake, I hope that day never comes. <clears throat> if I get an inflatable John Starks one day, that's when we know. Um, Jordan, uh, you know... If you recall, you tried to get me into video games a couple of years sure. ago. Uh, you know, and I know you're you're yourself a gamer. Sometimes sure. you play, uh, you know, 
some of the games are violent and a first first person yeah, shooter. If I do you will. enjoy I do enjoy a violent FPS. Yeah, so I felt like sometimes just finished Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. That was a lot of fun. Oh God, Blood Dragon! You can down that's the best one. You can download that on XBL. Uh, so what I got you was if you ever wanted to take that. Fantasy role playing stuff into the real world. I do. Um, you know, I I've got been, you. I've been considering it. I got you a uh, popular gun. <laughs> this is a gun. It's a laser gun. It is literally called Popular Gun. It's from <laughs> the fine folks at Ingenious Production. Here's some of the features. Yeah. Big sound. Built-in <laughs> missile holder. Uh, Booper Alkdermit. <laughs> Just nonsense. <laughs> Cock and Fuhr missile launcher. It's oh, it called... has a cock and Fuhr missile launcher? Cock and Fuhr, F-U, cock, C-O-C-K, and F-U-R-E missile launcher. That might... Yeah! Hey, big sound! <laughs> Thanks, Ingenious Production! Now that's a popular gun. <laughs> I think there's a slogan at the bottom, too, that I noticed. The pleasures are much many. I most like collecting all designs, music, and 32 lighting. <laughs> That is a beautiful motto. <laughs> you know, it, oh, go ahead, Jordan. Uh, also, oh, no, okay, I was going to say there's some graphics on the back uh, that maybe look like they're for a different toy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the other toy? It's, it's like it's a, a different slightly different gun. gun that's not the one in the package. <laughs> big sound. Big that is sound. a big sound. Dave, this is great. I am definitely going to live out some of my blood dragon fantasies in real life. Far Cry Three. Uh, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon was yeah. kind of a was kind of a mod for like an Far expansion Cry. pack. Kinda, yeah. Was this is like an expansion skin. pack in your whole yeah. real life. This is great. The pleasures are much many. Okay, good. I'm I, glad as um, long as they're much many. I think it's perfect <laughs> that we just got such an amazing object lesson in the power of copywriting. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> because it is time for us to choose. <laughs> Wait, I just want to read you the nonsense word. Buper, B-U-P-E-R-O-R-I-G-H-T-U-G-H-T. Buper Alkterout. <laughs> Big sound. Um, it's time, home run. It's couple time of home for runs. Us back to, to back home runs. It's oh, okay. time for us to select a, a slogan for 2014. Now, Dave, you don't know this, but every year we have a slogan. Um, this year's slogan was Immortal Power, colon, plug it in. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no shit. <laughs> you don't have to fucking tell me, Dave. Hey, man, get I on mean, my I'm back. The... <laughs> <laughs> You're being really aggressive to the guest, Jesse. I'm the host of the show, Dave. Hey, man, I like you a lot. <laughs> well... Our interactions have been nothing me, but pleasant. If you'd brought me that inflatable Starks I wanted. <laughs> that didn't exist. He's, he's hogging the ball, taking too many shots. That's what, <laughs> that's what his move is. I'll conjure it later. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's let's see what we got. We, we mentioned this on the Reddit, and we, we got some, which is it, tv.reddit.com slash something slash something. Just Google Max Fun Reddit. Just Google Max Fun Reddit upskirt. <laughs> nip slip, nip slip, slap, slash nip slip. By slash the way, atheism. The, I think the I think it's fair to say that the big news on the Max Fun Reddit this week oh, is that is that the people from Bros and Ink stopped by to post some comments on the Bros and Ink thread and share some of their videos, which are really funny. They are super funny, and they had some really funny comments to say. Mm -hmm. About other people's comments that really brought home what fun, irreverent, cool dudes they are. Stop let's, by. 
Let's, they will so, explain this to you later. Yeah, they'll they'll show you. Um, so here we go. Let's talk about what we got. This one's from Zelensky. It's get up my butt, which is something Jordan said, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and possibly they want to sort of broaden the horizons. Maybe the human spirit, colon, get up my butt. That's a comma, actually, Jesse. I don't oh, know. is that a comma? Sort of, yeah, I'm sorry to be you know, I a was, grammar Nazi. <laughs> I was <laughs> sorry. I was editing it on the fly because I think it was better with a, it's better with a colon. Well, that's fair. Here's here's one from Ian Frog ninety. Uh, oh, this is another. This is disparaging weakness. Get up my butt. So people like get up my butt. Yeah, I don't think it, get up my butt has the majesty we're looking. I don't for. like it either. Yeah, it feels confrontational and not not the kind of confrontational we want. Yeah. Hold on, David. Can I just just a quick? Yeah. I want to ask you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while ahead. we're picking a slogan, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we want you to be a part of this. Okay. Um, you know, I think when we've done slogans in the past, the guest has always been pretty instrumental in helping us pick it, I think. Uh, Are you picking it. it today? We're picking it today. This is it. This yeah. is going to be for a whole year. Do you have any, like, goals this year? Like, what are you shooting for? What was, you know, do you want this year to be different than last year in any way? What's, I don't know. What, what are your general feelings going into the year? I think I think a general <clears throat> feeling that sort of washed over me is that it's it's important to sort of be comfortable in your own skin and your mm-hmm. and your kind of your place in life and and I I feel happy uh, lately and I want to just I feel like I want to be present in the moment as much as humanly possible. So, so would you say that your theme for 2014 <clears throat> is like something like and I'm just spitballing Dave Horvitz know your place. <laughs> No, that sounds like a confrontational thing. Really? Yeah. Like know your place. Like, like you're saying, like, hey, know your place. You're like, you're like a. No, like it's a, me saying like, it to you. Yeah, yeah. Like, D- Dave, know your place. You're like a subordinate to me. Yeah, because you're saying you're comfortable in your own skin. You're under. You know, your you're not speaking unless spoken to. Exactly. Under, like get under my boot. <laughs> <laughs> like my jack boot. Yeah. Like, is this like a Jew, like a Nazi it's thing? It's because I presume <laughs> Horvitz is Jewish or... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was a it was a defamation thing. I was trying to defame the Jewish people. <laughs> I mean, this is going out. You can listen to this. This is happening. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's my slogan. My personal slogan is, this is happening. This is, wow. This, whatever this is. Dave Horwitz... 2014, <laughs> this is happening. This is happening. No asterisk needed, but if there was under this, it would be whatever, anything. The, the <laughs> all umbrella this shit. of all this shit. All this shit. My job, my yeah. relationship, my my apartment, sure. any doggies I, I, I any doggies I babysit, yeah. any houses I sit, trips I take. Dave, this you is, are a popular pet sitter. Am oh, I, I'm all over the place, man. I feel I follow you on Tumblr, and you're always. You're always nice about posting pictures of the pets you're sitting. Give me your dogs. I'll take good care of them. Sure. I'll take them for a walk. I'll take them. I'll, I'll, I'll give them a little snuggle. You'll pick, take pictures of a dog and cat trying to be friends. Oh, I've been uh, – yeah, yeah, I tried that. Didn't work. Yeah. It won't happen. They're too different. Sure. <laughs> they have different priorities. Garfield, <laughs> Odie, sworn enemies. Other Odie. examples. You Nuff, don't need them. Nuff said. Nuff said. Normal. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Wait, Nermal? Was that Abu Dhabi? That was Nirmal? Garfield was always trying to mail Nermal to Abu Dhabi. Oh. I think he was successful eventually. Oh, yeah? Oh, well, you don't you see much what? of Nermal anymore, do you? That's true. You know what? I wasn't thinking Abu Dhabi. I was thinking Abu Dhabi. Abu Grave. Grave. <laughs> 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 Nermal got sent to Abu Grave. In the most tragic package mislabeling ever. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, should we some more potential stuff? That's why these people need a court hearing. Sure. <laughs> Look at Nermal. <laughs> Nermal didn't get a visit from a lawyer. Nermal's a citizen. <laughs> they got to be held accountable for their war crimes. Sure. <laughs> He's a little gray cat. He didn't deserve that. No. And those photos are He's just annoyingly cute, you know? Is that a crime? I like fresh. Yes, in certain countries. I like fresh muttons always striking, never missing, and conquering all, sparing none. Is that one? These are just, these are different suggestions. He also has toddling towards victory. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm not sure that's I like, that one's just trying to appeal to my status as a a dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of toddling going on in your house right now. Here's the thing. I like conquering all, sparing none. Mm -hmm. I like- That's good. I like that. I like the powerful, and I'm going to put in the maybe pile. My only concern is that this year for me is about like looking over the horizon. It's about having a clear vision of the future and and true aim and only striking when necessary. So in the past- I've been like a a beast of the land, and now I'm like a beast of the sky. Mm. Ooh, like a like, a, like an air buffalo. <laughs> Precisely. Um, now, actually, something happened to me uh, that's kind of been sticking with me, and I thought it would be a good, maybe not a slogan, but a good, just kind of a jumping off point. This could maybe start some discussion. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys, you guys have eaten at Irv's Burgers before, right? Now, yes. Irv's Burgers is a, has been discussed on this program. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a famous burger restaurant in West Hollywood, where a nice older woman takes your order, and then when she gives it to you, she's drawn a little picture and written a little message. Yeah, it's on usually the paper a picture plate. of you. She makes a little doodle of your face. Yeah, or you know something that you've chatted about. Yeah, it's great. They closed down for a little bit. They were kind of rent rent hiked out of their space, but they got a new space. It's really lovely. Oh, it's they they moved. They did, yeah, yeah. Uh, and in kind of a yeah, they kind of uh, their old their old stand is gone, which is a shame. It was a charming, charming old little, place. Yeah. Their new place is nicer, but a little less charming. A little more, a little more whitewashed, but glad they're out there. Yeah. Uh, I went to the new spot. My doodle was a peace sign. The message. Victory 2014, USA and you. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I mean, it's, you know. Did that have anything to do with what you chatted about or just? No, uh, I think this is kind of just their general we're back slogan. Oh. Victory. Victory. I mean, but could it have something to do with the Olympics? Yeah, it could have something Victory to do 24... with the Olympics. Yeah. We should mention that you're on one of the bobsled teams mm-hmm. in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You're what's called a counterweight. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I just hang out and read a magazine while the other guys are bobsledding. <laughs> I don't do too much. I'm just there because I weigh the exact right amount. You're you're Doug E. Doug, right? Yes. I now I shared this picture. I shared this picture actually on the Jordan Jesse Go Facebook because we had just discussed Irv's Burgers mm-hmm. recently on the program, and um, someone pointed out with you have two fingers up in a peace sign, mm-hmm. and then if the other three fingers down are facing. The person you're giving the peace sign to, that's a peace sign. The other way around, it's a fuck you. Oh, like a two fingers, like a British, you? like yeah. a soccer, like a like a soccer hooligan would do this. Yeah, and that's the one she drew for you. So, oh, she, she was saying fuck you. Yeah, I think she was just. I mean, but she's, maybe this is me. This is me in 2014 saying yeah. to all the other countries out there, right? Victor, uh, fuck you, other countries. I don't know. I mean, it's maybe a little more jingoistic than I. 
than I would like, but I mean, I think it's a good jumping off point. It's a nice sentiment. Right. I do really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Concrete Tales from our forum. Mm-hmm. Concrete Tales, regular on our forum, also posted on the Reddit. Um, he's been pushing literally for years this theme, quiet desperation. <laughs> what? Basically, his idea is that we're all dying. Oh, man. Well, that's not true, but go ahead. <laughs> and that... <laughs> I mean, unless somebody cuts off my head in a duel. Oh, I'm a Highlander, by the way. <laughs> I feel like we're, there can be only one. I feel like we're going to breeze past that, and <laughs> I just want to go on regular saying I'm not okay with it. I know it's going to happen. I'm not okay with it. Continue. <laughs> and so he wants to make it quiet desperation. And then, then these other people checked in, and they're getting involved in this whole quiet desperation theme. The point of having a theme to your year is to give yourself focus and vision for the future, something to turn to when obstacles get in your way. Yeah, Wild Gunman has, we're all doomed 2014 going down the drain. Come on, guys. You Just because, look, I'm, I have my dream job. I have a beautiful wife and two beautiful children. I recently purchased a home. And a station wagon, and a high-end smoker griller. What? Wow! What else do you need? Earlier you can just today, coast, basically, I ground my own meat. Obviously, I'm living the dream. Okay, in all yeah. aspects. Good I'm Lord. at my sexual peak. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> you grew a beard. Your mustache is killer. Yeah. So, here's the thing. All of that having been said, I understand that there may be things going wrong in your life. Something's wrong in your World of Warcraft guild. Sure. You, your shoes keep coming untied because you do a granny knot instead of a proper knot. Um, You're talking to the audience here. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, no, you, this, is, this obviously doesn't apply to you Just guys. the two of – no. We would, never, we would never play World of Warcraft craft or wear shoes with laces. Your favorite presidents of the United States of America t-shirt finally has too many holes to wear. Oh, man. Shit could be falling apart for you. Not, not Lump Tour 97. <laughs> the audience member. <laughs> oh, Lump Tour was a great tour. It was a good tour. It was a great tour. You were still playing the, some old stuff in there, for too. For the POTUSes. Yeah. Your pickup basketball team won't call you by your chosen nickname, Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> But that doesn't mean that your theme – the whole point of this program and the theme is that we inspire you to be the best you you can be. You know, get a promotion from clerk to senior clerk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck someone of another race. This, these are the kinds of Spicy. things <laughs> – these are the kinds of things that you can achieve – Spicy. If you have the right slogan. But if your slogan is quiet desperation, you're never going to achieve any of this. You're just going to go back to your stepdad's house. Stepdad's basement. Yeah. Please. Yeah. And this is after that time when it flooded when you were asleep. Yeah. In it. You had to throw out your couch. <laughs> that technically wasn't even you your couch. Your technically, books. it was your aunt's couch. Your aunt's mm-hmm. couch that she, she didn't was, want anymore. She said she... it was on long-term loan. Mm. So now you owe, now you're now you're six hundred bucks in debt to your aunt. Can I, can Remember, I... she said, "Don't light this one on fire," and then like rolled her eyes, like, "Yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a screw up. <laughs> I get it." 
Thank you. Can I? Uh, can I? Let me. I have another. Another uh, maybe jumping off point for us. We've okay. had a lot of success with animal in- imagery in the past. Yeah, we had a going ape. Yeah, one year. What else have we had? Nothing else. That's it. Just the ape. Yeah, just. Well, I think ape. we all enjoyed the ape. Yeah, sure. So I maybe want to suggest another animal. Yeah. Uh, now we are coming at this from different places. Uh, uh, I I wouldn't. Dave's Jewish. Dave's Jewish. So they have a whole different set of animals over there. You know. You got uh, the golem. I do not stand by this theme. No, let's not, let's not run with this any further. Guys, I'm non-practicing. Um, it's just my personality, my looks, and my chosen field. <laughs> Your Drake-like good looks. <laughs> I maybe I, – I would not call my 2013 a huge success of a year. I had a lot of no's. I had a lot of no's in 2013, a lot of, a lot of impressive no's. You would be really surprised – if you guys knew some of the amazing high rollers who said, who no, said to no to me last year. Would you say that you drive you drive a Scion XB? Is, yeah. Is that a station wagon or is it just a hatchback? It's not. It's a, it's it's a, a future car. It's a boxy car. I don't even know what you would call it. It's not a station wagon. It's a future wagon. sex love car. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I have had several sex in the car. Yeah. How many so. sexes? Two sex. Ooh. <laughs> better than one. Did you put the seats none. down in the back so that it was flat, or did you just go to town right there? Yeah, I mean, you know, we 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 or tried all the, the we tried rack. all the seat configurations. <laughs> oh, that roof rack got stolen. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that sucks. That's okay. You know, I kind of I kind of didn't want to. I, I bought the Scion from a guy who had a roof rack. I never used it. I'm not going mountain biking, Some guys. Ski bum. And I was thinking to myself, I should take this roof rack off. This is this is silly. And then I uh, parked in Koreatown. To go to a friend's house. When I came out, roof rack was gone. It's Koreans for you. There you go. They love outdoor sports. They love mountain biking, <laughs> theft. Yeah, I was not saying it was from Koreatown because I wanted to defame Koreans. I was just giving a detail for the story. Right. But so I you're do saying not like Koreans. So you're pitching your slogan or Taekwondo. Is 2014. I hate Koreans. Yeah. Well, do you guys? Is it, are you guys say, okay with that? We, Brian, can you print up the T-shirts? I don't Brian, think can we can go put on, that uh, on a T-shirt. Okay. You're going to have to say 2014, I hate kimchi. <laughs> what about I just, and IHK? And let that sit in as code. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I think I learned a lot. Can Something I mention? I, yeah. By the way, 2013, the year I learned to love kimchi. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. I was fine with I, – I didn't hate kimchi before, but yeah. I now – You're all I'm, about it. I'm all about You're just kimchi. dumping it on everything. I used to think it was weird that my mom was really into kimchi, but now I'm all about it. I wasn't even familiar with it. I lived in Koreatown for a while. Boom, kimchi everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's up my no- – it's, it's every it's, – it, it's, it's, I got it <laughs> out the ass. up my nuts. I was, was going to say up my nose like yeah, yeah. it was it's pungent, but I, I bailed on it and then you kind of yeah. – I like up it, my nuts. It is very – I don't hate 2014, up my nuts. Up my nuts. So how about this? I feel like I, I, I had to like – I had to really like tell myself a lot like part of achieving a goal, part of achieving a dream is trying and failing. It's as much a part of the process as – Doing the work and getting educated and, and honing your craft. Just just disappointments are part of it. They're part of the road. And you know, as as much as much as they hurt sometimes, as frustrating as they can be, they're they're part of it. And I kind of wanted to maybe put myself in a state where I was ready to kind of accept disappointment, but also be looking to the future. But also, you know. To not let it 
to not let it squash me, but just accept it as part of the journey. Something. Go ahead. Uh, something. So I, I like I like a semi erect, but not visibly erect. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Twenty fourteen half chub. <laughs> what do you think about this? Twenty fourteen coiled like a viper. Oh wow! Like poised to strike. Poised to strike. You're not striking. You're, you're not. Poised. You're you're ready. When it comes, when the time to strike comes, you're ready. You're not. You know, you're not some sort of iguana sunning himself on a rock. No. You're a viper, powerful, poisonous. You're coiled. You're ready. You're deadly. You have enough poison to kill an elephant inside you. But you choose not to use it or you're ready to at any moment. Oh, you're ready to. You're coiled. And you will do it. Yeah. Let me posit this. I live in Mount Washington, the northeasternmost part Mm -hmm. of Los Angeles. It's mountainous terrain. There's wildlife everywhere. Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Rent, rentable Bentleys. <laughs> <laughs> I, and lately, I've been noticing certain birds. Now, mm-hmm. I'm no birder. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have monocular optics, much less <laughs> binocular optics. <laughs> I'm using what God gave me. Mm-hmm. To take note of these birds. Your peepers. The Lord's peepers. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been looking up to the sky lately, Mm -hmm. as is my want, both physically. Cursing God. (laughs) (laughs) Middle finger to the the clouds. (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of mighty raptors Mm -hmm. talking about hawks. Sure. Probably eagles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Osprey? Almost certainly Osprey. I mean Offspring. Do you want to go to an Offspring concert? <laughs> well, we got to keep the Offspring and the Osprey separated. Got to keep, gotta them, keep separ- them separated. Got to keep them separated. Guys, <laughs> Dexter Holland's my uncle. <laughs> and I'm going to have dinner with him after this. Send him our best. Okay. Let him know we're very excited about the new album whenever that comes. It's probably so, going to be good. I've been noting, I've been noting the majestic flight of the raptor. Mm-hmm. I've been noting its outstretched wings, its distinctive markings, its deadly talons. Okay? Then, not long ago, I was sent an article mm-hmm. by a listener. Actually, two different listeners sent me this article. Jordan, if you were going to say right now, what animal does Jesse hate the most, what would it be? Well, um... God's not an animal. We know that you curse him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Regularly. Sure. As is your want. Yeah. Which seems ungrateful to me, but that's your deal. That's your journey. You got to figure that out. But I mean, I think it, it's the crow. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're loud. Hawks eat crows. Mm-hmm. They catch them and eat them. Mm-hmm. So... Here's my what I'm thinking. And again, this goes back okay. to my themes for 2014, sure. which are about which are about assuming my power, mm-hmm. living inside Making my power. Making an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> and our power. And our living inside this beautiful power that I have inside of myself. Mm-hmm. High up in the sky. 
I feel like I want to be above everything. I feel like I want to be deadly. Mm-hmm. I want to have that deadly potential. But mostly what I'm doing is I'm feeling myself supported by the universe and looking into the future. Mm-hmm. Seeing four moves ahead of any fucking crow mm. that gets in my way. Sure. Which is why I am suggesting for 2014, 2014, the flight of the raptor. Mm. I like it. I like it. Are you... Uh, and I, you can say that. After you say the flight of the raptor, you say that you do the sound of the raptor, which goes... Is that a hawk noise? Yeah, it's the sound a, a raptor makes. I'm a little... Uh, a deadly I'm, bird. I'm a little... Now, I don't know much about birds. Are hawks called raptors? Are they classified as raptors? They are. Hawks are hawks are. It's any deadly. bird of prey, I think. Any yeah. bird that... Is that know. like a genus? Here's or? a good... Again, I'm, I'm not <laughs> it's a, a penis. birder. Am I dumb? <laughs> I think Dave, I just realized I was dumb. Uh, no, no. Dave, I'm not a birder. You, are, you know about outcasts? Are you a nerf herder? <laughs> I'm I'm no I'm neither I try to live my life by Benjamin Franklin's dictum neither a burner nor a nerfer That's the slogan <laughs> Neither a burner nor a nerfer Um Sorry. No no Star Wars shit Dave I'm I meant the band Okay yeah that's fine <laughs> I'm no birder but I know that if you look up in the sky listen for this sound and you'll know it's a raptor <laughs> okay, and you can also use that sound if you can reproduce. I don't know if you can reproduce it. You can call raptors to you to do your deadly work. I <laughs> 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 like that, but a little more majestic. You can work on it at home, Dave. Doesn't have to be per- nobody's raptor call is perfect the first time. If I get it right, I'll send you an MP3. <laughs> Put it on SoundCloud. Can you? It's got to be two fifty six or better. Okay. 320 is better. Can you send me a flack? Okay, I'll trade you a couple bitcoins for it. <laughs> can you just actually, can you just send me an MP3 of a song by Nerf Herder? Yes. I'll send you their hit The Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme song. Oh, I would say Van Halen. Okay. That is probably of, the most popular Nerf It references song. a bunch of Van Halen songs. Sure. Coiled like a viper. What about this? What? Oh. 2014. The flight of the raptor, the sting of the asp. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, I mean, obviously a big part of the slogans is the art that surrounds it, the artistic interpretations. You can have an asp riding a raptor. Or an asp in the talons of a raptor. Sure. But not but not like they're not enemies. They're they're on the same team. Like like, like the raptor was uh, helping him. Uh, make a, uh, he's not gonna, a journey. He's not going to eat him until later. But <laughs> <No. laughs> his back's turned and his kids so are watching. So the flight of the raptor, the sting, semicolon, the sting, the sting of the asp. <laughs> and when we do the pictures, do we show the asp stinger? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's on his tail. <laughs> the flight of the raptor, the, the sting of the asp. Guys, I I'm I will freely admit, Dave, you're a professional I, writer. I am very hot right now, <laughs> but and it, so it could be that partially, but also you think you're blinded by Buzz. I it could be blinded by Buzz, but that's great. 
God. Like that's real. That's seriously, guys. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger on popular gun to signify <laughs> that we've got it. Is this it? Are we good with this? Yeah, I'm happy with it. Wait, say, say, so maybe the say flight it. Of, then... The flight of the raptor. The sting of the asp. Yeah! Big sound. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Carrie Poppy. I'm Ross Blotcher. And we make a show. Oh no, Ross and Carrie. Oh no. We investigate fringe science, spirituality, religious groups, alternative therapies. We put ourselves through a lot of uncomfortable situations. <laughs> so that you don't have to. Because really, why would you? For example, I watched a tube be inserted into Ross's anus. That's true, but it sounds terrible out of context. <laughs> We've tried penis and breast enlargement pills. We spent six months undercover becoming Mormons. We hung out with the 9-11 truthers. The UFO cult, the Raelians. And we're going to do more. It's one of the newest shows on MaximumFun.org. La, 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 it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Horowitz, generous uncle. Not going to lie to you guys, my knuckles are so itchy right now. I should not itch my knuckles because here's what happened: is I put this, I put this cream on there. Mm-hmm. This is good cream. It's got lanolin. Yeah, yeah. But then I, you, I, I think you maybe misread the label. Are you just putting Lando Lakes on it? <laughs> yeah. Do you got buttery nucks? <laughs> Buddy, let me smell those right, nucks. Write down buttery nucks. <laughs> Y'all want to get up in these nucks? <laughs> oh, man, that's fun. That is fun. What happened is I was grinding some meat. Mm-hmm. And my KitchenAid stand mixer has a meat grinding attachment. I'm very successful. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned you've, that yeah, on yeah, the program. You've it. But uh, I got a meat grinding attachment, and uh, so I was grinding some meat for burgers for the football game. You're talking beef? Uh, I'm talking beef, but you know what? I threw in a, a little bit of bacon for flavor. <sighs> That's nice. Because you, you can nice. do that if you have your own grinder. You can do that if everything's going well in your life. And check it out. I mix. Jesse, now hold on. I got grinder the other day. <laughs> And all I've got is blowjobs and bathrooms. I'm not complaining. You've you've got no shortage of beef from Grinder. That's true. I have not gotten burger one from Grinder, <laughs> but I have gotten a serious pounding. A lot of poundings. <laughs> Which have been great. Oh yeah, no complaints. Yeah. Except for I'm starving. <laughs> I call customer service. They don't have a number. It, you guys should get you guys should get a KitchenAid stand mixer if you really want grade mm-hmm. A beefcake. Sure. <laughs> or just rent GI Joe Rise of the Cobra. Am I right? You got Rise Channing of Tatum. Sting of the ass. I'd rather have yeah Rise of the ass. Yeah. Okay. When something momentous happens to you, so what happened is I I handled raw meat. I had to wash sure. my hands. I washed it right off. I can't walk around with a sheep. To rub my hand in its wool to gather its lanolin. No. No one expects you to. Well, look, I'm kind of, I, I'm, they're red. They're irritated. Wait, are you blaming the irritation on the lanolin? No, the insufficient lanolin. Oh, dude, you got to get more lanolin. I know. I needs that wool fat. <laughs> Send your wool fat to JJGo at P.O. Box 420 Bros. <laughs> Six nine six nine six nine. Chill out, Iowa. <laughs> Chill out, Iowa. 
<laughs> to our P.O. boxes and chill out Iowa. The United States of Buddy. <laughs> Someone's someone Weezing by the, the way juice. someone by the way R.I.P. sent me an email expect expect a package coming up soon. And I was like, okay, what's going to be in this package? I got an overnighted package. Was it an email or a uh, DM on Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> this this gentleman This gentleman made up in like 2 days. He made up his own version of Cards Against Humanity that's exclusively composed of Jordan Jesse Go things. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. And then he had them printed. He knew that our show's a timely show. He knew he only had a couple days until it was time to, you know, to run this thing for real. So he had everything printed out and fucking professional style. But here's the thing. I don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) The only complication is I want that shit. Should we give it away as a prize? I'd like to see it, but yeah, I think I think that'd be. A I'll great show price. it. To Maybe you. What, why don't we take it to one of our live shows? Let's take it to the battleship. Could, there you go. Let's Maybe, take it to the ship. Maybe you could, if you if you uh, donate an extra amount, you guys could play it with a fan for a donation of five thousand dollars or more. I like that. Let's take I'll back do it our, for five k. Yeah, five k. I'll play that. Yeah, and not just you enter a five k with us. <laughs> That's no. not what we mean. No, there's Although, no, no that, fun runs happening. That does sound like a fun run. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a fun run. Like if it was a turkey gobble the morning of Thanksgiving, <laughs> it does sound fun. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, the listener, we ask that you call us and share it with us for our signature segment, Momentous Occasions. Our telephone number is 206-984-4FUN. 206-984-4-F-U-N, for those of you who can't spell fun. Let's take our first call. Be walking dildos. <laughs> Hi, Jordan Jessica. This is Lance from Nashville with a momentous occasion. I was just at the Kenny Clerk's office getting my car renewed, and in front of me was a man with the most affectations I believe I have ever seen on a human being. He was uh, a white guy, maybe in his early 50s, with a braided ponytail, a beret or possible Kangle hat, a leather jacket with a handcuff keeping up one of his sleeves, and a black kilt. Also, when I was leaving, I realized that I had seen the guy earlier in the week hanging up banners outside of the Scientology Center. (laughs) This guy has the vision, the focus, to be a more powerful force in his own life. Sure. Do you think it's possible that this is just that guy, uh, Curtis, what's his name, who founded the Guardian Angels? I don't know, but there's no way that guy wasn't on his way to a fuck party. Yeah, right? All of the... All oh, of, everything I mean, points to fuck party. That was fuck party bingo. The whole fucking board is lit up. Boom. <laughs> marker. Soft marker. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Braided pony. Kangol. Cu- what was it? Handcuff holding up sleeve. That, that by itself is yeah. fuck party central. Kilt is for easy access, right? Mm-hmm. To the genitals. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Do I have to spell it out for you? G-E-N-I-T-A-L-S. Next call, please. What's that spell? I doubt this will make it on the show. Can you pause it for a second? Jesse, you're the only one who spells. Somehow we both ended up doing an impression of spelling Jerry Seinfeld. What's that spell? What's that spell? Terrible. Okay, play that. spelling Jerry! Play that call again. (laughs) Georgie! I doubt this will make it on the show, 
but Jesse, you're the only one who will understand. Um, I have a six-month-old son. I just walked in uh, to check on him, and I found that he had taken off his diaper, and he had peed and pooped all over himself, but he was still smiling, and I find that to be a very momentous occasion. Thanks, guys. Peed and pooped. Peed and pooped. You've done that, right? You understand. Yeah. Sure. I'll sure. take off my diety. I'm not the only guy who's pulled off his diety, yeah. pissed and shit on yeah. himself, and then... Oh, I get it. I don't know why, yeah. as a pig and slop. It's pretty universal. Yeah. This, you, Kev, I'm sure Kevin novel. Allison's done this once or twice. <laughs> sure. I thought he was going to say that the kid had taken off his diety and peed and pooped perfectly on the diety. That oh, would have been That momentous. would be impressive. The kid's That's like some circus shit. The kid's like, I don't want to wear this anymore, but, but I know how to use it. I understand what it's for. I'm not disgusting dad. Yeah. Just leave diapers on the ground around the house. And when I need to go, right, let me walk it. around bottomless. Let me, dad, I got to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Easy access. <laughs> yeah, I got to have easy access. You remember gotta that? Got to get a child's kilt. Remember that popular uh, internet uh, phenomenon known as planking? Mm hmm. So my son. We leave him to go to sleep by himself, mm-hmm. and uh, he he goes to sleep. He goes to sleep eventually, but he's figured out how to turn the lights on and off in his room, so he'll turn the lights off on. And little children, they don't put themselves to sleep. They just go until they're done being awake, and then they're asleep, right? And the other day I walked in on him, and he was he has a bed, and it's maybe six inches off the ground, and he was... His head was on his pillow, but he was perpendicular to his bed, straight as a plank. <laughs> so he had maybe a foot of his body, maybe 10 inches of his body on the bed. The rest of it was straight out toward the ground, like at a 30-degree angle. Suspended? And then, and then you walked over and he handed you a Smirnoff ice, <laughs> which you chugged. <laughs> I think that, like, literally what happened is... Maybe at some point he thought he either he saw something in his bed or he decided to go to bed. He was walking towards his bed. His his brain stopped working. Functions shut down. And he just tilted over like a giant redwood that had just been <laughs> chopped down. Yeah. And just when he hit the pillow, boom, that's where he stopped. Done being awake. Children are amazing creatures. Next call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest. Uh, this is Josh calling from Tallahassee. Not sure if this is a momentous occasion or a moment of shame. Earlier today, was driving in my car, listening to your recent episode with uh, Andy Wood, well, and almost died. So um, went through a green light, some asshole moving in the other direction, decided he should go through a red light, uh, slammed away brakes, came very close to smashing into this very large van, which presumably would have been the end of me. Um, life didn't flash before my eyes, as they say. Instead, I was thinking about, what if the podcast was still playing and the emergency crews came and they were like, oh, shit, what's this guy listening to? Something about girls in hot dog stands uniforms? And they thought I was like a big pedophile or something. And then I felt better because you changed the subject to the cost of teeth. Um, anyway, you decide. <laughs> uh, great job. No uh, problem. I, I think we know this guy's a, a mid-level pedophile at best. <laughs> yeah. There's a more pressing issue, guys. Yeah. I feel like this is a Beetlejuice situation. I think that car hit him. Oh. He doesn't know he's dead. He's calling us from... The spirit the, the room. waiting room. Yeah, yeah, yes. He's sitting next to the legs with the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And kind of a racist witch doctor is also there. Mm-hmm. 
Can I suggest something? Waiting for Michael Keaton to show up, like we all are. <laughs> yeah. I think someone might have realized he was listening to Jordan Jesse go, and that's why there was a price on his head. Mm. You know who I think almost hit him? Hmm. Joe Rogan. Rogan's been gunning for us. Do you guys have beef with rogues? Joe Rogan wants to be stars like we are. Yeah. I mean, I think what Rogan is doing is he's systematically eliminating every podcast that is much, 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 much less popular than his. Yeah. Yeah. To rub it in. Yeah. But then if there's no one on the bottom, how's he going to sit on the top? It's true. What's what's a king without serfs? What's a – Who's going to work his land? Sure. His pod land. Which is what we're doing right now. I was about – I was trying to quote a Kanye song. I couldn't do it. What's a (laughs) – something something to a – see, I'm not qualified to speak about hip-hop. What's a – is that Kanye? I'm an idiot. You're actually a pretty talented rapper. I have just – do you have any famous parents? Because you might have just answered our question from earlier. (laughs) Well, my dad works for the FDIC and he's a star in my mind. Well, there you go. (laughs) The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. Without that, all of our bank deposits would be in question at all times. That guy's a superstar. Oh, my God. We could have another Great Depression without your dad. Am I the next celebrity rapper? I'm talking about personal bank deposits being wiped out. $100,000. $200,000 now? Keep hiked up. More and more and more. $300,000? Yeah, let's go to three. $300,000 in guarantees for our personal... Bank deposits. He's got everything. He's got the looks of Drake, the fiduciary sense of Odette Yustman. (laughs) (laughs) He's got it all. My dad is making sure that banks aren't discriminating when they give out loans. So if you want to step to this shit, what's that, bitch? You want a red line in my neighborhood? Hell yeah. (laughs) No. I can't remember whether redlining is good or bad. Well, red lighting is bad. Yeah, it is. Like that guy looks bad. Bad for your complexion. You want a little bit of warmth in the. Oh, sure. You don't just want a a hard white. If you're all red lighting, I mean, you're going to turn into the film Only God Forgives starring Ryan Gosling. (laughs) I mean, no one wants that. I mean, that movie, someone gaffed the shit out of that. It was not acted or written worth a damn. Shit got gaffed. (laughs) You just got gaffed. If I was a gaffer, that's what I would do. <laughs> You'd plug something into something. That's in. the final shot of the film is the gaffer pointing into pointing, the camera. You, you just got gaffed. <laughs> Boom. You got gaffed. And it's the guy from uh, from the clerk's office with the ponytail and the kilt. <laughs> you got gaffed. Oh, you gaffed. know that guy's a gaffer. Oh, hell yeah. And that's how you perform Harold. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. What up, though? It's your boy Jasper Red, co-host of The Goose Down, along with Kimberly Clark. And some of y'all might be asking yourself, what the hell is The Goose Down? It's a comforted fool, and we want y'all to climb underneath it with us and snuggle up so we can fondle your ears and things. So come check us out at MaximumFun.org, also available on iTunes. Jill! La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio's Radio. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Horowitz, generous uncle. Love you guys. Dave, we love you too. It's really been a pleasure to have you on the program. 
Um, if people want to follow your work into the future, what's the best way to do that? Way too much social media. If you want to follow me, Dave underscore Horwitz at, on, at Twitter, that's H-O-R-W-I-T-Z. Uh, the Idiot King, that's my Tumblr. That's my Instagram. Look for me on Facebook. I may not accept there's a screening process. Depends on how many mutual friends you have. Yeah. How many Can people f- – but people could just follow you on Facebook. I don't know if I've set that up. Yeah. I don't know if I have either. Yeah. I might have to look By the time. way, if you want to be my friend on Facebook, I will not approve you. Me personally? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave, he was looking right at you. <laughs> he was. No. If somebody asks to be my friend on Facebook, I can't just have everyone be my friend. You can just follow me. Yeah. Like me. How about that? There you go. And if you guys enjoy – Mid-season sitcomery, yeah, which we, some, we, we do. do. We've talked often on this show about how those are our favorite sitcoms. If you, I've like, been watching. I've been watching Enlisted. Good, that's a mid-season sitcom. Yeah, if you want a little more of that, ABC, the American Broadcasting Corporation, has a show. Oh, that's has, prestigious. They have a show coming out on exactly Wednesday, February twenty-sixth. It's, it's called. Up. It's called Mixology, and I'll give you a quick little. Little snippet. Would love it. to hear the yeah. snip. One night, one bar, thirteen episodes. It's like twenty-four are lost in a bar. A lot of flashbacks. Wow. People will meet. People will fall in love. People will fall out of love. Now, All Dave, of- have you worked on this show, or is this just a show you're anticipating? <laughs> no, I just saw a poster for it. Thought it looked cool. <laughs> High concept. I wikied it, and I just wrote a bunch of stuff about it down. Now, I was a staff writer on it with my with my partner Marissa Pinson. An episode uh, bears my name, so check it out if you're feeling frisky. So we, and we should look out for the episode entitled Dave Horowitz. <laughs> entitled uh, uh, Boners at the ATV Show. <laughs> Inspired by this episode. Yeah, I wrote it in the future. <laughs> uh, Southern California, Northern California, neither of you are off the hook. Uh, buy your tickets now for Jordan Jesse Go Live. Don't be a dope. You know what I mean? Don't be. If you're walking around, dildo, do the, do the old clickety-click. Get yourself in business. Clickety-click, get some tickety-ticks. Yeah. (laughs) Get on that battleship, y'all. Just remember, Flight of the Raptor. Sting Sting of the Asp. Semicolon. Semicolon. Sting of the Asp. Our producer, Brian Fernandez. Wait, keep making noises. Our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We'll talk to you next time. On Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.